Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Psychic Healer and Channel. On the third Tuesday of every month at 3 p.m. Eastern, Psychic Healer and Channel Shaman Rye will take calls for an hour and a half to offer you free mini readings and help you get clarity on a situation if that is needed. He is a medium, a medical intuitive, and a healer. He also channels messages from beings of light, ascended masters, and archangels. Using his clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and empathic abilities, he provides information about those who are alive or have crossed over to the other side. He can see the condition of the body and identify underlying physical or emotional issues. As appropriate, he brings in divine energies to initiate a physical, emotional, or spiritual healing process. You are um, permitted to call in with one question per person to connect with someone on the other side or look into any physical or emotional pains in a quick psychic reading and possible healing. Shaman Rai holds a Ph.D. in social and personality psychology and a doctorate in naturopathy. He is also certified in Reiki, integrated energy therapy, and hypnosis. So thank you very much for calling in. We are going to chat. Please be sure before I bring you live on the air that you are in an absolute quiet environment. Otherwise, we will not be able to take your call. So welcome back to the show, Shaman Rai. It's always great to be together. I love being on the show with you, Charlotte. Thanks for having me again. You're welcome. Well, I was looking on your website, and you posted a recent article. Why don't we talk about that for a minute? Sure, that would be great. I'd love to. Okay. So, um, you know, most of the articles that I write um, come out of direct experience uh, with with clients um, or information that's channeled through me. And... um, uh, this one is called um uh what is it called something about the fog fog brain uh, uh say again oh yeah fog, fog brain yeah brain <laughs> brain fog something like that okay brain fog um yeah and um and basically um uh, let me describe what i've seen over the over a period of time it all began when a young woman she was about in her 20s came to me uh, at a psychic fair in Texas for a reading. And um, when she came to me, I said, well, why did you come? You know, I always want to know what's the underlying reason. And she just sort of said, well, my mother wanted to come, so I came along with her. I said, well, okay. Um, So uh, you can see that there is no emotion there. There's no, no real connection and not really caring about much. When I close my eyes and I start looking into somebody's energy, um, 
usually I can see the events really clearly um, and I can describe them to him. When she sat down and I closed my eyes, there was basically, it was like black. I couldn't see anything. And so I would talk to her and I would ask her, well, you know, tell me, you know, how do you, how do you like your father? Just try to get things moving with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, and it was really disinterest, dis- dislike actually for her father. And the only time I was able to break through and see somebody was uh, her grandmother. And when I asked her about her grandmother, because I saw the grandmother, uh, she said, I said, you really cared, you had a good relationship with your grandmother, and she said yes. And so I did, at that point I wasn't able to delve in with her. You know, she wasn't really cooperative and wasn't interested. And, and I actually told her at the end, you know, there's really something here that you need to look into um, that I was clear about because I'd uh-huh. never, never seen that. Well, over the years, other people have come to me, and nobody has been as black, as thick as that one. But what happened was um, I had a woman who um, she had been, uh, we found out later, had been sexually abused. And for her, when I looked into her and saw things, it was almost like, uh, like today's a cloudy day outside. It was almost like looking through a cloud and almost seeing a silhouette on the other side of the cloud. And that's the way most of the things appeared, except things started to open up, you know, as we got further and further along. Uh And so what I found is that many people who, or certain people, I shouldn't say many, but certain people who have had sexual abuse, emotional abuse, mental or physical abuse, what they, when I ask them about it now, and I say, when you look out, how do you feel the world's occurring for you? And very often they'll say, well, it's kind of like a dream, you know, and I'm not sure if it's real or not, or, you know, I'm kind of foggy and I'm not able to make clear decisions. And that is what I'm seeing in that cloudiness in the energy field. And that seems to be kind of a, a defense that they developed early on uh, through the abuse, as a result of the abuse, in order to protect themselves, um, you know, to, it's, what it's kind of doing is, is it's kind of a form of denial and blocking, and that's what their energy is mostly used for. Uh-huh. Over time, when we work on it, there are three things that we mostly do in order to help them move beyond that. One is... Um, it, like in a psychic reading, bringing up events that took place in their life. Many of them they may remember, many others they may not. But that's number one, to get them conscious about these events. Uh-huh. Number two is doing soul retrieval, which I've described on other shows here. Yes. Uh, but very simply, it's when there's a trauma, a part of the soul actually stays in what you consider the time-space dimension, it may be at the time of the uh, of the uh, um, abuse of any kind, and so Mother Mary and Archangel Raphael bring that soul up to the present moment and integrate it with the soul in the person's body by the thymus. So that's number two. Number three, which you and I have talked a lot about, and I know this is one of your favorite topics, is forgiveness. Of course, forgiving mm-hmm. themselves, 
forgiving themselves, forgiving the person who abused them in the situation, of course. And, and you know, I, I train them in, in techniques for doing that. Mm-hmm. And very often then that fog begins to lift and they start to function in a very different way. And these people, they have difficulties with their bosses, with relationships, um, and all, you know, so many areas um, of, of interpersonal, especially relationships, and they start to shift those things over a period of time. So that's, that's kind of like what the article is about. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I know I've run on about that, but go ahead, ask me some questions, Charlotte, now that I've given an overview. Actually, I'd, I'd like to add to what you said, if that's okay. Um, I I have also seen a fog around person's heads, generally gray. Um, it's, it looks almost particulate. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's various reasons. Like I can look at somebody and know that they have a headache, things of that nature. But, um, my experience with this subject is like, like you described, I'm just going to throw some different vocabulary around. It's what they're experiencing is what I call a consciousness split where, like you say, they're using all their energy to defend from the outside world and they're not fully present in their physical body. And that's not good because we need to be integrated. That's the goal to be unified on, on all levels, PEMS levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So when we're PEMS integrated, then we can function normally. Otherwise we're functioning the best way we know how. And I also wanted to mention that what I learned about it in my own Uh, therapy with my spirit guides is that we have to remember that these crimes that happen to us, these traumas and tragedies and assaults, especially when it comes to sexual and physical, I'm uh, I'm not going to address mental and emotional, but it could touch on it. When it comes to that, we need to remember that it's a body crime, that while we are endeavoring to be integrated physically, emotionally, mentally, and and spiritually, things can happen to our physical body where when we perceive it as um, this horrible tragedy, larger than us, more powerful than us, that other person is more powerful, we can take it in and then push it up into the emotional, mental, and spiritual realms to the point that it does affect us to a larger degree. But for me, the first step in my healing was to separate it and realize that it happened to my body. It's up to me how, to what extent I let that impair my perception and what I project onto the world. Does that make sense? Beautiful. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Okay. And yeah. I, I really, I, I, and I, I agree with you completely on what you're saying and what especially resonates for me, because uh, this is what I've seen, is that split. You know where they're where they're not totally in the body or in in this world, and mm-hmm. instead they're focusing somewhere else, and so they can't really see this world. They don't, you know. And we can understand when you're in abuse situations, you want to get out of here. You know, you mm-hmm. want to get leave the body, and you know sometimes mm-hmm. what'll come up is I'll actually hear that they want to go home. You know, and what that means it depends on the situation, but most often what it means is either they wanted to run away from that physical location or they wanted uh-huh. to leave the body to go home, you know, and that, uh-huh. that's how how uh, uh, detached they are from from this world wanting to wanting to get away. That's, that's great. I'm glad you expanded on that. Perfect. Well, well you know, my childhood environment was very um, chaotic, very um, mentally abusive on all levels. 
the police were generally at our house. We were that we were those neighbors up the street that there was always trouble, and you'd look at the kids and feel bad for the kids. That was us. Mm. And what I mm. learned to do is I uh, we've t- we've talked about this before how I somehow managed to develop my third chakra instead of using my third eye. But I was a child. I didn't know how this worked. I just knew that I was trying to survive. So, and you did a healing on me just recently that result that mm-hmm. aimed at my third chakra, and this is the reason why. Uh, or one of the, one of the myriad reasons why is this constant environment and steady diet of uh, trauma, humiliation, and things like that. So I learned to sense when trouble was coming, and then I would go upstairs and make myself go to sleep and wait until after everything was over and died down, and then I'd wake up, and then eventually I used that as a tool to to use astral travel as a, as a way to get get a break and get out of my body and kind of just spend time with myself. So it, it's been interesting, but it did result in an overblown third chakra. It's a little overdeveloped, and that's what you help clear in your healing with me. Uh, by the way, I've been eating tomatoes still since that healing. Oh, um, awesome. Shaman Rai helped me with a, an issue with tomatoes where I was I couldn't digest them and was very sensitive, and that's gone. I made Cajun food last night. It was fantastic, and... Thank you again for that. Uh, it's like a whole different existence now. Wonderful. Glad to hear that. Okay. Well, I don't want to uh, take up too much more time, and there are a lot of people hoping to get readings today. I hope we get to all of you. If you would like to learn more about Shaman Rai and read his latest article, visit his website at shamanrai.com, and that is spelled S-H-A-M-A-N-R-A-I.com. He's got a lot to offer on the site, very interesting information available. You can, if you'd like, hear our other segments. We've been doing this for quite some time now, and I've organized all the archives on my website according to category. So you would simply go and click on the Featured Psychics on SIR, which stands for Spiritual Insight Radio, and that is at spiritualinsightsradio.com. So here is the lineup for readings. First up... To receive the mystical stylings of Shaman Rai is area code 201, followed by area code 443, then area code 631, 323, then 610. We'll try to keep it to 10 minutes or less, but that should give you an idea about, about how much longer it will be before we bring you in the air, and then I will reannounce the lineup as we move along. So, coming up first is area code 201. Welcome to the show. Hello. What's your name? It's Rose. Rose, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Cool. Thanks Thanks for calling in early. That's how you get into the lineup. Mm-hmm. What is your question for Shaman Rye, dear? Um, can I get, like, just general information, whatever? Yeah, we, we, we'll do that because something hit me. Um, is there something going on with your, uh, by the left side of your throat? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, because as you started to speak, that's the first place I got a hit. It's like underneath your, it's it's right, there's, um, it's right underneath your jaw there, um, and it's, um, it's a, a gland that's in that area. So you might feel it and see if there's something going on there. Um, so did you, uh, were you young when you left home? Yeah, well, not that young. Well, that's the word they used. I don't know what age, what age did you leave home. Um, well, I left at eighteen and then went back a year later to go to school. So I wasn't, I didn't leave for too long. Okay. Um, 
but your mother was waiting for you to come back. Um, and did your father go away for a while? You Was your father away from home for a while? Never. Mm. My mom were okay. always together. Okay. So just go with what you're getting in general, and maybe she can reflect on that, or if something pops mm-hmm. up in the next few weeks, it'll make sense to her. Uh, otherwise, yeah. I would I would suggest a direct question, Rose, so that we can get in there, get the information, give it to you, oh, and okay. go on to the other callers, okay? Okay. Um, I guess, what do you see from my love life? I'm single right now. Uh, you know, um, the question they throw at me is why, you know? And um, I've had that happen before where they'll say why. And um, I guess what they're asking is, what is your intention around being with somebody at this point? Um, You were single for a while. Um, Were you married before? No. So, you know what, Rose? I don't know why, but that's the second one, and, um, and it may be just me warming up. I don't know, but... Because uh, they said something about your husband. And so um, I, I think I'm just going to have to pass, Rose, because I'm not, I'm not getting information that's clear enough. Okay, thank it you. Feels, it feels to me that that information is blocked. I, I do believe you have called the show before with the same question, so that might be the reason, okay? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't remember if I did. It's okay. It's just I have records of everything. and uh, But... Give it, give it a month or two, and then try again in a future segment, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Rose. That's probably something we should address, that it's very important not to get too many readings back-to-back, uh, because yeah. when, when yeah, we yeah. receive information, we tend to chew on it. When we do that, we can change it. We can change what mm-hmm. happens. We can delay things, um, or we can miss it altogether, because we're so hyper-focused on the anticipation of something happening. We miss a very obvious um, clue that we're being guided to do something, apply for a job, or go to a place where we might need a partner. You want to add to that? No, perfect. I'm, okay. I'm actually focusing on. I'm fo- I think I'm focusing on the next person. So okay. I'm getting some vision. So go ahead. I, I recognize area code four four three. Hey, nice to talk to you again. How are you doing? Good. Long time no talk to. Yeah. What's going on, Kath? Um, I took a little vacation. <laughs> So um, my question is, um, I found out I have rheumatoid arthritis, and um, I have this new job, and it's, like, stressing me out. (laughs) So what can you tell me about this job? Well, first I want to ask um, if this vision applies to you. I don't know if this is you or your mother, uh, but there's a woman that I'm looking at who's uh, heavyset, light-skinned, uh, clearly heavy set, kind of a soft, bubbly kind of cheeks is the way I would describe her. It almost looked like she was getting out of the car. Does that look like somebody that, that's familiar to you? Am I in Evelyn? Okay. Is she on this side or over? She's over. Okay. Um, did she drive a car? Yes. Okay, because that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing her getting out of a car. Um uh, what does that mean? Okay, they just said something to me. And um, is your mother on this side or the other side? This side. 
is, is your mother, because they said to me, your mother is waiting for you or something like that. It's, oh, my um, mother's waiting to go to the other side. She wants to go. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so now they'll switch to your arthritis question. Do you like chocolate? Yes. So, um, so what what's happened here is um, you want to start here showing me something. Um, something about looks like a fishing bob or something like like uh, we used to use as kids at the pond, a fi- uh, and so when a fish would pull on the on the hook. It would pull the bob under the water. Uh, for some reason, they're showing me that, and I'll, I'll come back to that. But the reason for the chocolate is there's something about your diet which is very acidic, and that's in part what's caused uh, you to have the um, the arthritic condition. Um, it's up to you. Um, you can still change your diet to a certain degree and, and certainly get more away from the acidic, more to the athletic. Um, and I think the reason that they're showing me this bob, which they continue to show me, is do you eat very much fish at all? No. Okay. And that's that's what they're showing me, the bob. It's time for you to go fishing and, and start to uh start to shift your diet to one that involves more fish, less chocolate, less sweets in general. Um and that'll be the first step for you to begin a healing process. And then there are other steps you can do uh, in, in certain nutrients that you can take uh, that could help you. Um, there are glyconutrients. There's, there are other things. There, there are things called this uh, technique called prolo, prolozone, which is a way of helping the body to heal itself. It involves a certain kind of ozone injection. But the first step is for you to heal and, and, and shift your diet, basically. Okay. I hope that's helpful. Really, it has. Thank you. Here's a question. I have a question, Kathy. Um, Shonda Wright, you know how there's those um, uh, procedures people can undergo, whether it's a hair follicle is tested or iridology where people can determine which minerals and vitamins are lacking in the body? Have you ever done that? Is that effective? Um, I I haven't personally. I mean, I've had lots of testing. I've studied iridology. It's interesting. You really have to go to a specialist who knows that. Um, but um, and and there, it's possible to get your mineral balance counts and all of that. Um, that's not what's being recommended to me for her right now. It's really for her to to change her diet, drop the stuff, the sodas, and stuff, the chocolate. Oh. Um, you know and things like that. Get some balance. Sounds good. I just thought it might be a worthwhile shortcut. Okay, Kathy. Well, thank you. So. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You're Take welcome. it easy. Bye. I like Kathy. She's a good egg. Okay, area code six three one, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to Hello. the show. What's your name? Hi. 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 My name is Rose too. No. Oh, Rose too. I'm not the first call. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I the a, first one. I said, "Uh oh, I hope I, I get a reading." I say call back in a couple months, not a couple minutes. Yeah. That's right. funny. No, she's she's gone. She hung up. Go ahead, Rose. What's your question for Shaman Rye, dear? Um, I guess I was going to ask you, well, um, my overall health, how do you see it? Okay. Before I do okay. that, um, I'm, I'm seeing a bag. It's like um, 
at first it looked like almost a clear bag with a, a tie at top and things inside of it. And then it turned more into a cloth kind of bag. And actually both of them are there. So um, do you, uh, are you, well, I, I, I get the feeling that this is emotional. Um, are you, uh, do you feel like okay. you push your Carrying emotion? Huh? I uh, said carrying bags. I, I guess I, you're talking about baggage? Yeah, bags. And it's emotional bags that we're talking about here. Are you, right. are you does that resonate for you? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Um, they're, they're just starting to show me something. They're showing me your left eye, which is closed. Um, do, you wear eye, do you wear eyeliner? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, has your has your left eye, now they're showing me with a closed pin on it, on the inside there, do, do you have something, some stitching or something? Is it is your left eyelid not opening fully? Um, well, I'm getting older. They're probably full. <laughs> right. I might need well, an eye lift. Uh, no, I, I, my I, my eyes. I used to wear those, um, you know, those fake eyelashes, but I got rid of mm-hmm. them. I don't know if that okay. has anything to do with them. But I, no, my but, eyes still oh, fine. They don't bother you, and the eyelids are not bothering you. They're not staying closed in any way. Um, no, no, I don't think so. I mean, okay, they look fine. Just that's okay. just to rule that's out fine. anything physical or medical, just to mm-hmm. so that we, right. he can get clear on the energy. So go ahead. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, we got to rule stuff out sometimes. Oh, that's all right. Um, I, I I think I'm looking through your body right now. Um, is your hair kind of short? Um, is your, your I got hair it. Short? Yeah. Well, it's like up to my shoulders. No, it used I'm to be longer. At, Okay, well, I don't know why, but I'm looking at the back of a woman's head, and the hair is, is it might go to the shoulders, but this is actually flipped up uh, in the back and all the way around, not in like a 50s flip, but more, um, more wild kind of thing. Something about the hair is flipping up, because initially they showed me the body without the head on it, and... Um, so there's something about um, so there's I, something going on around I your think, head. I'm not sure what I, it is. Well, you know what I think? I think that's me. That's you. I just got my hair cut yesterday. Why? And I'm and I'm and I flipped it. I flipped it around with some gel, and I have uh, an issue with my left eye. It's been watering. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. Because there's something that came up from my past that I really don't want to look at and I'm busy and I'm stressed and I'm, you know, I have all these projects I'm working on and I haven't been doing the forgiveness work that I need to do. So with my left eye starts to to get blurry and and watery. So that makes me stop what I'm doing, get away from the computer and say, okay, I forgive. I forgive the situation. I forgive them. I think you're just strongly picking up on me. Do you want to try to redirect and regroup? Yeah. but My question is, why are you coming in so strongly when she's here? I don't know. What's your what's your connection to her? Well, what I is she? Know. She's evoked. She's there's some something being evoked between the two of you. Okay. Um, 
the only correlation I can think of is the first thing you brought up was emotional baggage and her and you saw a left eye and, and the left side of the body represents the past. The eyes, of course, what what we don't want to look at. So maybe that was the thread, but when you went to describe the hair, that's me. I'll send you a picture. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so uh, is that the emo- let's let's go back to that then the emotional baggage that you're carrying. Um, I, I got to ask you this: is your is your solar plexus tight? Um. Uh, sometimes they get I get a little pain there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, is it tight? It feels a little tight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and um, so this, this is what I keep on seeing those bags around, right. and, it, and, it's, and I'm feeling it in my solar plexus. And uh, mm-hmm. it has to do with money. You have an issue with money right now, don't you? Uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> okay. Just a little so they bit. They just showed me a... Well, probably a, big... a little more than a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking okay. for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they've been showing they've been showing me a big dollar sign. Um, hopefully they'll show you get me getting some. <laughs> but yeah, so something I, been... something about something about you waiting a while. Um, I I really get how nervous you are because it just mm. came up through my through my tongue as well. And I get how nervous you are about the whole thing. Um, what I'm going to say is, um, this is general for everybody. I want people to understand this is really critical, okay? Because there are a lot of people in financial need right now. And so what I'm going to say is about the world. And you're going to have to, believe it or not, but the world is changing very rapidly. And there is about to take place very shortly a series of activities that are going to truly bring God's abundance through to this world. And everybody is perfectly safe. There's nothing to worry about. You're all, everyone, all of us are protected and we will not go without. And you will see money flowing. You will see completely different financial systems very shortly you will see jobs opening up that you really love. So I, I want to say that to everybody because I don't want to say, I, I want everybody to open up their hearts and their minds to that fact. It could be in the next week that this starts to happen. It's been rolling out very slowly, and it's, and it's coming into manifestation now. So I want you mm-hmm. to know, just keep your eyes, say your prayers, and, you know, Go for what's in your heart for what's in the work that you want to do. That's what many of us forget. You know, we worry about the money. Stop worrying Mm -hmm. about the money. Start focusing on what you want to do. And I think that you really want to be of service to others. Yeah, I'm trying to open up a nonprofit. Mm -hmm, That's true. Okay. So so continue with your plans Mm -hmm. and keep your eyes open to the changes that are happening right before our eyes. That would be the... My final suggestion. Uh-huh. Okay. All I right. Have, well, thank I you. Have, uh, something to add, Rose, on my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio. I just posted okay. something today that was very profound, and it was posted by Glennis McCants, who is a numerologist, but it was very powerful and, and very um, inspiring in that it was, you know what? Let everything go. 
figured out what it is you want to do, and this is the year to mm-hmm. do it. It really is because it's an eight year, which is very good for mm-hmm. money, emotional balance, and that's what we all need. And so mm-hmm. I took that and I wrote a big message over top of it that you might find useful so far as starting a nonprofit, and it speaks of, mm-hmm. of um, number one, you know, find your passion, which you have. You want to start this nonprofit. Then you have to give right. yourself permission to be happy. And then you have right. to let go of, of anything that's limiting your success, such as in how am I going to do this? What am I going to do next? Those questions are limiting. So when you pull those out right. of the equation, it's when and, you know, and, and how it happens. And, and allow yourself to be amazed at how it comes to you. Because once you commit to that, the universe conspires to make you successful and people show up on your path unexpectedly and they say, oh, well, I'm trying to do that too. Here's what I learned. Things should happen in that way. As long as there's no right. self-sacrifice involved, you can do this. And this is this would be the year to do it. And there is an eclipse on Friday, this Friday, March 20th. Right, right. If there's, yeah, if there's something you want to launch in the, in the two weeks following the eclipse, get the word out there and it will add weight to it and make it a little more of a success, especially with regard to getting money coming in uh, in the years that follow. So maybe go okay. to my Facebook page and read that. Yeah, I will. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks for spending quite a bit of time with me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'll All right, thank check you. that out. All, All right, right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's it's funny that you said that, and I remembered that post. It was really great. Okay, so we're at area code cool. 610, then 951, followed by 919. And then 718. So area code 610. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, my name is Marie. Hey, um, Marie. And I just wanted to say earlier he mentioned that person with the chocolate and the arthritis. I know um, because there's soy in most chocolate, that gives me arthritis. So if I can have the dark chocolate without soy, I don't get the arthritis. So I just thought I'd mention, hmm. Cool. <laughs> you know, it, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's soy in most chocolate. Um, okay, well, back to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm having a little bit of um concern lately, and uh, I'm evaluating what is it I need to learn, what am I not getting here. Uh, I'm puzzled, you know, am I looking at things too closely, or, you know, is there anything I can know about the situation with my current boyfriend? Okay. Um, first of all, I'll describe what I'm seeing, um, and... Um, what I'm seeing is uh, a woman, um, I'm, I'm looking at her neck, and it's like she's wearing a formal dress, a little bit low-cut, low not down to the breast line, just above the breast line. But what's important is what she's wearing, which is a, um, um, it's not a choker, it's, it's, it's not that, but, and, but it's got a beautiful, absolutely beautiful stone in it, which, uh, um, I'm not sure what the color is. Uh, I don't know if it's a rhinestone or or a, or a, a redstone, but uh, it's absolutely beautiful. And the woman is is dressed really nicely. And I just feel like around you, um, I think what this is this saying. Well, first of all, does that does that is that something in existence for you? Before I say what I'm feeling about it. Well, I've been looking at that type of dress today because I have an event I have to go to. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been looking okay. at those online. And what about the choker or the uh, necklace, whatever that is? Um, I don't – I don't – well, he did give me a ruby necklace, yes. Oh, goddess. Okay. 
Awesome. So that is you. Um, oh, funny, I'm getting chills now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, very yeah, light. Very light chill. Um, so, so what they're saying to me is this is all good news for you. Okay. Um, this this relationship with this person has been kind of slow developing. Yeah. Um, you waited a long time for. Uh, I, I guess what they're saying is you waited a long time for him to say something significant to you. It's almost like um, you waited a long time to hear the words "I love you" or, um, I, you know, "I really love you" and I want to be with you. There, there was some kind of holdback on his part that you were waiting for a real sense of commitment from him, uh, and you're still not sure about that, are you? You're still not sure that he's committed, are you? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, he does love you. This kind of, is he shy? I guess. Yeah. Well, that's part of it, you know, because that's the word they're saying to me, that, it, that there's some shyness there. You really don't have anything to worry about. What you want to do is examine yourself in your heart. Do you really, do you really love him? And that's that's the important thing. I get the feeling that you're a little confused on that point yourself. That you're not fully. You've got one leg in and got one leg out. You know, you're 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 not totally ready to throw yourself in. Partly looking at him, you know, you're not you're not 100 percent sure about what his thoughts are, and that's what you're worrying about. But if you want this relationship, and that's for you to decide, if you want this relationship then it's time for you to get the, the what they're saying is it's time for you to get off the boat, okay? Get off the rocky boat, get on the dock, get on the land. In other words, stand firmly in being in that relationship. And by be and they're showing me that necklace and that dress again. By standing firmly, you'll actually be this exquisite. I mean, the figure I'm seeing, the person that I'm seeing here, even though it's just a little part, is very uh, exquisite, you know, it, that's the feeling I get, that you're really a very exquisite um, dynamic is what they're saying to me, but you've got to get on land. You've got to make that commitment and stop feeling. You are, I guess you go through life, um, not just with men, but you kind of go through life feeling like you're in this rocky boat that you're not really, you know, it's kind of shaking back and forth. And, um, it's when you make your commitment and you choose that this is the direction my life is going to go in and you have faith in everything going to go the way you want it to. And even if it doesn't go exactly the way you want it to, you know, having that mind, that mental commitment and the faith to think that you can develop things the way you want them to, that's, that's kind of what's missing for you. And so that's why they're saying get off the boat, get on the dock, and be the glorious being that's the only way I can describe this being that they're showing to me with this beautiful necklace and this beautiful neckline and all of that and, and the dress. Be this beautiful being that you are. Instead of you have this insecurity feeling, and that's part of that rocky boat kind of sense. Does that make sense for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does yeah. that answer your question? Um. Yeah, yeah. i got to work on that. Okay. I'll, I'll... Work on that. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Interesting. Okay. Let me look at the lineup. Well, this, no, at, least, at, least you didn't, at least you didn't come into that one again, Sean. <laughs> right? I, I, I was thinking about it while you were talking, and I wonder if when you said left eye, I started thinking about mine and pushed my energy too hard because I, I try to, like, fade into the background. I'm doing the technical stuff, and sometimes I add to what you're saying, but I like to have the spotlight on you. I invited you to be a guest, so um, well, I like to do that. I but think, I might just I think, overlap. I think I think you you helped me because um, you know I got thrown when it was all about you, but then when you brought me back to the visions I saw, it was what it was exactly what was going on there. You know that she wasn't looking at the baggage basically, but they mm-hmm. used you as as to to provide that input for some reason. Yes, and and as a reminder to me, I'll add for me to sit and look at this and get it out of the way so I can focus on my work. Right. So we, you know, we, got a two, we, we got a two for one on that one. Yeah, it's a twofer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking in the lineup, and further down there is a person that's been on hold for almost an hour. So I want to go to this person next. Area code 828, I'm bringing you live on. Oh, no, you don't have a question. If you have a question, hit one. That's why I was confused. Okay, so I'm going to go to the ones who actually hit the the number one on their keypad, and have a question. So that brings us to area code 951, and then 919 after that, and then area code 704. So 951, bringing you live. Hello, welcome to Spiritual Insights. What's your name? I thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, This is Rosary, like rosary beads. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to say that you hit on everything almost – but the bad thing is that it was intermixed with a lot of the other callers. What do you mean? Um, my dad did leave soon. They separated when I was very young. And then um, I did have an ex-husband who was, like, trouble for me. And then um, the whole chocolate thing, I picked out on chocolate, which I rarely do this morning. Oh, so and a then, lot. Um, I have a cloth okay. bag with so many compartments in it, which is, like, really heavy because I carry all kinds of stuff in there. Um, I don't know if that was that referring might have been to you. Me. Okay, well, he nailed it with what she needed to do uh, with respect um, to her issue. But I think it's funny. Do you want to tap back into that energy thread, Shaman Rai, and see what Rosalie? And then when we're done with well, her reading, we'll get to Rosemary, Rose, Rose, uh, Kathleen, and all the other roses that are waiting for readings. <laughs> well, I think it's beautiful how just the right people are drawn you know, to the particular show, you know, so that one answers the questions for another. And I think it's absolutely amazing that we have so many roses, and I wonder what that's all about today, you know, just that's about love, basically. And Mm -hmm. so is is that part of your question about love? No, it was mainly... um that's interesting because actually I had told myself I wasn't going to ask anymore because I've been single for a while, um, mm-hmm. that I was going to ask about some other aspect of my life, like what's going on in my family life or career. Okay. Well, let's see. <laughs> um, what what has uh, tennis got to do with you, tennis racket? Uh, a tennis racket. What I'm seeing is at first I saw a two-cross tennis rackets, and then I saw, are you a lefty? Uh, no, I'm not a lefty. Do you know somebody who's involved with tennis and plays with their left hand? 
That's interesting. I guess somebody I dated. Was a tennis player? Yeah, but not very good. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> he had did, yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and did that person play with a left hand? Um, I think he was a left-handed person. Um, Got it. Yeah. Okay, so there's something about that person. How long ago did you date that person? That was the first person I dated after my divorce, so maybe that's significant. I don't know. How long ago was that? That was a year ago. Okay. Um, there, there is something about that person. Um, did, did, did he, um, did he wait a long time to meet you? Did you know him before you divorced? Um, no, we knew each other a long time before he asked me out. That okay? Because they said he waited a long time before doing that. Okay. Um. So he had really strong feelings for you. Uh, yeah, he was very gentlemanly like, and I think I totally scared him away after telling him that I wasn't um, that I still had to deal with my ex-husband because I have children with that person, so. But he really, he really did care for you. Now that's that's just that's just what was then. That's all. That's all it is. Um, is there something about the husband of your children? I mean, the father of your children. So, um, was was that marriage kind of abusive? Yeah, that was very abusive. I think for I was married so many years. I don't know how I survived with my person and. <laughs> I think I'm still probably healing from it. And what about your children? Have you have you have you have you tried to provide them with some support? Yeah, the the thing is I shielded them very much, but I that's probably I took the brunt of a lot of stuff. I know I couldn't have completely shielded them, but it was more like neglect. Um that's probably what they suffered where he wasn't very involved in their lives. Mm. Right. So right now um, as much as you've done, uh, you know, the best that you could. Um, I'm just getting a feeling from them of the word I'm hearing is suffering. Um, and so, um, you know, and you probably, you're probably a great mother, and you just want to take time with them, more time with them, to give them the support and the encouragement. They're kind of on a shaky, they're kind of shaky from all that's going on. And so if you can if you can provide some kind of uh support in some way professional or whatever that would be helpful for them. Yeah. And that's all I have for, that's yeah. all I have for you right now. Can I add a little to that rosary? Okay. I I'm very I'm very heavily invested in symbology and and so I uh, I'm sorry to everybody if it feels like I just keep, you know, doing this, but this is uh, you know what when something hits me strongly like the left side or whatever, but when Shaman Rai described the tennis racket, I felt a pain in my heart. And what I took it to mean, of course, he did mention the left hand, and for me, I wrote the note, keeping score in love. Does that resonate with you? Yeah. You know how in tennis, when they score a point, it's 21 love, and love means zero? Okay. It feels to me that you're waging this, it's, it's like a war, but I don't want to use a strong word like war or battle. It's like a contest where you go back and forth and back and forth 
from one side of the issue to the other. I'm worthy of love. I'm not worthy. I'll find somebody. Maybe I'll never find somebody. So in your mind, this is reflective of that vacillating belief system where there are beliefs that are opposed, where, yes, I want this, but somewhere deep down you're still healing from the marriage and what you went through to where you you have to get that balance, get the score tied, level the playing field, so to speak, through forgiveness, and learn to open your heart again. And I think that is the one of the main priorities, uh, other than your children, and yes, you are a fantastic mother, main priority is getting your heart to heal and and not letting your mind tell you that anything that he did to you or didn't do for the family is going to happen again because you can make certain that it doesn't. Make yeah. sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Thank you. Let me just add. Let me just add one thing. Mm-hmm. Again, you you heard me mention about the solar plexus. How's your solar plexus right now? Um, is that located between my um, in my forehead or? Imagine it's over your stomach. It's a. It's. You can think of it that way. It's the muscle kind. Of, you can think oh. of it as the muscle that goes across your belly. Or so right above my sacral chakra. Yeah, right as your ribs separate. Right as your ribs separate, there's a there's a spot right there, and if you press it, you might feel tension or a little something. And it, and it can go broader than that. It can be, you know, I'm feeling yeah. your pain along the left side, uh, left side underneath the ribs in particular. I, I have the feeling you were hit there. Um, but do you did that feel tight or sensitive to you? Yeah, actually, yesterday and today while I was driving, um, I did feel that area that was, like, it was a little painful for some reason. Maybe. Right. And what what that represents, and and it goes along with the kind of abuse you went through, is loss of personal power. So, uh, but it wasn't just your husband, okay, where you first experienced this loss of power. You experienced loss of power as a young child. It looks like you were about five years old four or five years old when you first experienced that, where something took place in your household, and they're not showing me what, but my guess is that it had to do with abuse during that period of time. So there's some, you know, just like Charlotte said, there's some healing for you to do, um, and the reason you feel this pain is your energy is blocked at that point because you have this low vibration. There's a blockage of energy at that point, and so it's really hard for the energy to it moves up. And it's really hard for the energy to properly get into the heart chakra because the solar plexus has, which is the loss of power, has is uh, is blocked. Does that make sense for you? Yeah, that makes sense. So okay. recommendation maybe um, doing some clearing in my chakras, um, beginning with my root chakra and then sacral and then uh, my solar. You sound you sound knowledgeable. Do you meditate? I just read a book on um, by uh, it's uh, a sacred sexuality and it talks about your um, root sacral and heart chakras, but I didn't know That's, how it. That book. To that book is that book is by Yael Yael. Is that who? Yael and Doug Powell. Uh, no. Or is it Mercedes no. Kirkle? Is it? It was a channel through yeah. Mary Magdalene. Okay. Yes. It's, okay. it's a it's a it's a uh, new book out. It's uh Mary Magdalene channels it and she's amazing. Great. Well, uh first of all, start doing some meditation so that you can start to bring up so that you can start to release these things inside of you 
Um, you may want to go and get some kind of outside assistance for it. Um, certainly doing the forgiveness work is very important, um, but you need to become conscious of what took place in your life. But certainly you can begin that process with your ex and and then work backwards to others who may have abused you. But the way, and, and Charlotte and I, we have different ways of doing it, and that, there's no one way of doing it. You can do Honopono, which is, you know, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, while focusing on him. I like one that goes a little bit, takes more time, but that is to write down all of the things that happen, you know, one event at a time, what happened, how you felt, how you feel it impacted you, everything about it, and let that emotion come up as you're writing it, and then read all of those stories over once a day. Read them out loud to yourself in a mirror, however you want to do that. And then you'll see that by the end of several days or maybe weeks, you'll see that the strong emotion you had at the very beginning is gone by the time several weeks have gone by of reading this over. It just becomes like a novel that you're reading. And at that point, you're free to really forgive yourself, forgive that person, forgive each of those situations. So I hope that you know, you can listen to this over, you know, when Charlotte puts this up on the uh, her website. Does that help? Yeah. yeah, it helped a lot. Everything did. And this last part where you said about writing each event probably will be more helpful than just an overall kind of... Yeah, and remember, it's only for your eyes. It's not for anybody else. And you can burn it, yeah. tear it out, throw it away when you're all done. All right? Okay. Thank you. God bless. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you. Okay, area code 919, bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's your name? Hi, what's your name? Terry. Terry? Yes. Okay, great. If it was another rose, I would have laughed. What can we do for you, Terry? <laughs> is, this, is this your first time calling the show? It is. Okay, awesome. I'm glad you found us. What's your question for uh, Shaman Rye? In the middle of trying to, to change jobs, um, I've been in this position for a long time, and you know, it's the whole thing is making me very stressed, and I feel like it's starting to affect my family. And I don't know. I'm trying to be positive about it, but it's just not going very well. Mm. So basically, Sarah, you feel trapped. And the first thing I heard them say is, "Ugh, this is a job that you just feel ugh. It just is." What does ugh mean? It's like, ugh, yeah. I can't stand this. It's disgusting. It's something very, uh, it's, it's, they say the word vile. It's almost a vile, you feel vile. Or it feels dirty and disgusting around you for some reason. Does that make sense, Terry? Uh, it's not really a dirty, disgusting job, but it's been very, a little humiliating and very, stressful and not wanting to get up and go and hard to make it through the day, that sort of thing. Mm. So so what has, this is what they're asking me. What is taking you so long to make up your mind to leave that job? Um, well, the reason that I've stayed so long is just because the one thing that it did give me was a little bit of security and some flexibility. But, you know, even that's going away now. So, so have you, I will say it instead of asking you the question, so do you realize that that security is an illusion? Yes, I did. It, it, okay. I did, yeah. 
So now you're ready to progress, they say. And I'm getting a little chills on that. Okay. Um, Okay, for some reason they're talking about an uncle who was of great honor. Do you know who they're talking about? An uncle who is? Of great honor, H-O-N-O-R, honor. No, I don't. High honor. Okay. Um, So he was a man who believed in doing what you wanted to do. And it had something to do with like a rocket ship or something. All of a sudden they're showing me a rocket ship, an old type rocket ship. It almost reminds me of a television classic uh, that I used to watch, uh, and I can't remember his name, uh, something Gordon or something like that. And um, it had something to do with that. And it's almost like I get the feeling from that of a sense of travel and adventure uh, and taking risks is something that you've avoided for a very long period of time. But it's actually what gives you life. You 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 like you like to travel then. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I okay. did, but I'm not able to anymore, so Mhm. And so um this false illusion that held you in that job um has gone away and now you're actually ready to open yourself up to opportunity the kind of opportunity that really inspires you. This is like what was said to the uh, lady earlier, uh, the kind of uh, opportunity that really inspires you. You're actually very creative, um, and you want, to, you want to make things. You want, you want to make and build things, in other words, I'm hearing, and um, combine this, it's almost like, you know, I'm almost looking at the, uh, the Leaning Tower pizza. And I just have the feeling that um, either artistically or, like we said, travel-wise, this is your fascination. And it may be that you have a very strong connection to Italy uh, in general. And um, this is what your heart calls for, is really being connected to these places. And they just keep on showing me the Leaning Cow pieces. Does that have a special meaning for you? No, I've been to Italy once but I wouldn't say I had any special connection to it. Okay. But there, there is something there about, about this travel for sure and this creativity that's there for you. Um, so something happened to you, because, um, again, I'm feeling it in your solar plexus again. Something happened to you, some kind of crash or something, something crashed. Um, were you in an accident, a car accident? We was in a car accident last year, but, I mean, the car was total, but we were all fine physically. Yeah, but your world kind of changed at that moment. It played a very critical role for you. You got very, very scared at that, naturally. You got very scared at that moment. And even though everybody survived, I think you had a question as to whether you were going to live or not. And I, they bring up your uncle again for some reason. Um, but I, I get the feeling that you've moved into a shell. You've moved into a protective shell. Because they're, kind of sh- they're showing me a turtle, actually. And that you've kind of become withdrawn, partly because of that automobile accident, 
and partly because of other things, which are not being shown me yet. Um, and it's the fear of loss that keeps you where you are. Um, you want to release the pain that's associated with that memory. And um, you may want to do something that I just told the lady before you about the forgiveness work. You may also want to do a little bit of hypnosis work um, in order to release some things that are going on that aren't being shown to me, but that was the direction they told me to tell you to go in. Does Does that help you in some way? Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay, great. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the show and continue to listen. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Take care. Okay, so it's uh, 4 o'clock, Mark. Uh, I'm going to go to commercial, and we'll be back in two minutes. And when we come back, we'll pick up where we left off with area code 704, and we're going to try to get some more readings in, okay? Sounds good. Okay, so don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages. Explore new areas of interest. Expand your knowledge and gain clarity about your life's purpose at the Ocala Inter Center. Affectionately known as OIC, the Ocala Inter Center, just two blocks south of Town Square, offers workshops, classes, healing meditations, and special events for the Ocala, Gainesville, and Central Florida spiritual community. Check out our calendar of events at OcalaInterCenter.com. And if you're looking for a place for your next workshop or seminar, go to OcalaInterCenter.com and give Gene a call. At highway speeds, the average text takes your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Stop texts, stoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. The only thing I didn't learn in school today is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friends. But there's some drama that you can skip, like the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or GED. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you. Go to yourged.org and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ag Council. And we're back and we're here with Shaman Rye giving readings and possible healings to our loving and loyal listeners. Moving back to the phones, area code 704 bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, it's Melissa. Melissa, are you a first-time listener and or caller? I am. Oh, how are you enjoying the show so far? It's it's interesting. My, my, sorry, my name's not Rose, but... Oh, um, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> What's your middle name? Come on, work with us here, Melissa. <laughs> it's well, the spiritual, center, the spiritual center I go to is Rose Hill. Interesting. I, you know, I want to I wanna tell Shaman Rye, you had mentioned um, Shaman Rye, what does a rose, because you got a picture of a rose, and I got an overwhelming feeling that the message was for all of us listening and participating mm. in this segment. It's about the unfolding of energies. Mm. And you wow. said that at the beginning of the show. It's symbolic for the unfolding and blossoming 
of our truest expression of ourselves, and that's what I felt. And I didn't get a chance to jump in there and say that, so just had to get that out of my head. Cool. Great. Great. So what's your question, Melissa? How can Shaman Roy help you today? Um, I've never had a body reading, a body scan, so that'd be interesting. Okay. Now, I, I will just tell you that before you came on, while the commercials were running, I was told specifically to wait with the next caller and go slowly. <laughs> I don't know I felt, why. I felt somebody connect while you were on commercial. Okay. okay. <laughs> so let's see where we're going with this. Okay. All right, so what's doing with your right foot? Your ankle down to your right foot. I'm seeing your toes. I'm seeing everything from your ankle straight on down with your right foot. My right foot? My left foot mm-hmm. is jack. My right foot your, your left? Jacked. Yeah, my left is got plantar fasciitis. Why are they showing me the right foot? It's specifically your right foot. I don't do your know. Toes, do your toes line up almost? Uh, like my my second toe is almost uh, up to the length of not quite to, of my big toe. Yours seem to go almost. To, I could almost put a ruler from your big toe down to your small toe, small toe, and it would almost be a straight line like that. Is that your foot? Mm, almost. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So for some reason, and we'll find out why, they're actually focusing on your right foot. Um, okay. And as I said, it's your ankle all the way down to your right foot. Um, do you wear, do you have on your big right toe some nail polish on there that's not complete, that's partial? Um, you know what I mean by that? Some of it's missing, flaking off? Um, it was last night. I put clear polish on them last night. So. Got it. Okay. Okay. They're really, they're really bringing me more into that big right toe. And they're not going away from there. So I have to obey, what, you know, just follow whatever they're they're showing me. Okay. Um, so they're switching to something else now. I'm trying to figure out what this is that they're showing me. It, it, it changed. It morphed. So at first I thought that they were showing me one of the cells in your blood, uh, like a microphage or something like that um, because it had all of these uh, like antenna things growing out and they were large. And uh, macrophage basically eat up the bacteria, uh, any invaders in your, in, your, uh, in your system, in your blood. Then they switched that to kind of a pedestal uh, showing me looking from the bottom up at a very tall pedestal. Think of it almost like a Roman column so it was very, very fancy. So there's something, uh, so there's a column, uh, and they're still showing me that little uh, hairy kind of thing, that macrophage that, that I'm looking at. And I, I know that that has something to do with you. They're giving me a little bit of a chill on the back of my neck about this. Um, now, is are you aware of, Anything going on with your blood, with your, it specifically has to do with your immune system? Um, no, but my mom was recently diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis, and I'm told that's hereditary. Mm-hmm. But nothing's ever shown up in my blood. I got blood work last year after she was diagnosed, and nothing showed up positive. So, 
Okay. Uh, maybe it's coming down the road. I don't know. Well, and I'm trying to figure out what this pillar-looking thing is. It, it's almost like a stand. It's almost like I would put at the top, again, it's really tall, and at the top of it, it's the kind of thing that you might put a, a vase of flowers on or, or a little statuette on, but it's really tall. Are you tall? No, I'm 5'3". Okay, so I don't know what this what this represents. I'm just out asking if they can... Maybe I don't know. Out, I, I, I was I, thinking out of reach because I'm short too, and that to me would feel like striving for something. Well, I'm no giant. I'm 5'5". Five five. <laughs> Are you? I'm 5'5". Five five. Um, uh, let me just ask them why they're showing me these things. So, uh, do you take supplements of any kind? I do, yes. Okay, and are any of them like vitamin C, things like that? Um, it's like magnesium, um, calcium. Okay. Um, okay, those have a different function than vitamin C. Vitamin okay. C is more in, it, there's something where the reason for this tall thing is they want you to build up. That's what's going on with this tall thing. They want you to build up. I'm getting chills on this now, so we're right on. They want you to build up the immunity, your immune system, which is what your macrophage has to do with, uh, utilizing some kind of either food or supplement in order to enhance its effectiveness. Now they're showing me your right foot again, and this has something to do. Did you have an infection a while ago in your big right toe? No, I've never had any issues with my right foot. Everything ever went wrong on me was been on the left side of my body. Okay. I hear that. Well, well, that's what I'm getting right now is for you to build up your immune system so that it can be taken care of, uh, you know, so that the macrophage and, and other uh, cells in your body for can, can work effectively. Um, and I would just say keep an eye on your right foot. I don't know what's going on with that, but that's a clear, it just will not go away from your right foot. Lovely right foot, you know, but it won't mm-hmm. go away from it. <laughs> I hope that helps you. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on it. Okay, Melissa, okay. thanks a lot. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, area code 202 bringing you live. Hi, what's your name? Hi, this is Daphne. Did you say I can hardly hear. Hello? Oh, that sounds okay, better. Okay, that's better. Did you say Daphne? Yes. Oh, hi, Daphne. I love that name. What is your question you. for us today, dear? Um, My question has to do with, I don't know, maybe just maybe some healing involved in, as well, but um, it has to do with um, my heart and relationship. And um, I'm currently in one, sort of, but um, it's not a fulfilling one. Um, and I guess just trying to transition because this is the first one I've had in years um, since my divorce. And um, I would like to enter a, a relationship that has potential for growth to a, a real partnership. So I guess what you might see in that direction and um, for me to get to obtain that. Okay. Um, 
eventually they may come back to your question, but I've got to deal with what they're throwing at me right now. Yeah. So first of all, Daphne, are you spiritual or, or religious? I mean, do you have a, a, a faith and connection to God? I'm quite spiritual. Yeah, because I see a very bright light. That's why I'm asking that. Mm. Um, what's And then, are you a healer? Uh, yes. Um, kind of on a sabbatical, but yes. Right with your hands? Yes. Got it. Okay. Um So you've been you've been gone from this from from this calling for a long while. To me, yes, it it, it has felt like that. I mean, I even left my full time work in order to pursue, um, you know, this as my as my life path, but it didn't work out. So yes, I'm very um, gun shy about it. When you say it didn't work out. It mm-hmm. may be a matter of interpretation as to ha- whether it worked out or not. Because mm. they're, cause they're telling me, yes, it did. Okay. Mm. It was actually fulfilling for you what you did. Fulfilling. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. But you're looking at it from the monetary point of view. It may not have produced enough for you there. Is that correct? True. Okay. Now, your love life is actually connected to this whole scenario for you. I, By the way, I get that you may be crying right now because it's going right through me. Um, okay, that's what I thought. Um, um, you're a very passionate person. You're a very loving yeah. person. Yes. It reflects in your work as well as your relationship. And your heart was broken. I get that. Um, I I guess the way for me to say this is, um, you know, I, I described earlier, if you were listening, that when energy is blocked, like in the solar plexus, it can't move up from the root chakra to the sacral and then get through that solar plexus, it's blocked to getting to the heart. And so what I'm trying to say to you is that what your block that you feel with your work is the same block with your love relationship. Mm. Energy is not... You're such a bright light. I mean, I saw this light. It was like up in my upper right third eye vision, whatever you want to call it, such a bright eye, bright light. And and they showed me the palm of your hand. And you are such a loving, passionate person, and yet that passion is suppressed in you. You, yeah. You've suppressed it, okay? There are things that may have happened, you know, and we're not going to go into all all that. I'm giving you an overview. But, but that same passion is a passion that you carry for a man. So you need to go back. First of all, you've got to deal with whatever it was 
that happened to you that that kind of stopped your life. That's that's the words they're using for me. That may be the way you feel is that your life stopped all of a sudden. And get back into who you are. You have a divine purpose. And and you're not fulfilling it. So imagine mm-hmm. how your soul feels right now when you're not fulfilling this passion, this purpose that you know you have. And part of what scared you away from it was this materialistic, in part, that wasn't the whole story. We'll, we'll stay with that. But in part, that's what scared you away from it. And And there's now that same fear that you put out there about can you survive is the same fear that you put out in terms of a relationship. It's the same fear, just put in two different places. Mm-hmm. You get that? Yeah. Okay. Nothing's wrong. This is just what is right now. Okay. So what there is for you to do is to, look, this is the time the energies are so powerful right now. And every day they come in more and more. And as Charlotte has said, we're going to have a, a solar eclipse on Friday and more energies coming in. It's just incredible. All for the purpose of releasing. And you as a healer understand this. You have helped people release through your beautiful hands, through the energy that comes through you that you allow it to flow through you. So now it's time for you, who've taken care of others, it's time for you to take care of yourself and release those memories and events that hurt you so that you can be free to to, to move forward. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense for you? Yeah. And, I was, and yeah, I, yeah. I, go ahead, what? I, I just want to say, you know, as I'm listening to you both, you know, in the beginning when you said, are you a healer? And I heard, healer, heal thyself. And then further into mm. the conversation, <laughs> you know, we all heard, we've all heard that, but it was really strong, like, yeah. healer, heal thyself. And, and consider, Daphne, the possibility that the fulfillment that you got from the healing work and that you crave now, you might have possibly transferred over to, over to a relationship which can't possibly compare and is now falling short in the fulfillment department. It, but if we extract that longing for the, the fulfillment that you had in that work, that you might see the relationship totally differently. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. It's like trying to quench a thirst, but drinking from the wrong glass. Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's, I'm looking at two glasses of water. One's full, one's half full, and you're trying to re- reach down into the half full and and quench the thirst that the other one was meant to. So you have to separate work and love, which you have such a, such a, a heart and a passion for the work that you do that it makes sense to me that you would process a lot of that energy in your heart center, intermingling the two between your love life and your work. But if you could somehow mm-hmm. co- uh, separate that and then say, okay, well, this is what I hope um, to get out of this, but this is what I want back. And then when you go back to your that high vibrational frequency, 
that you were at which you were operating when you were doing the healing work. I think your mm-hmm. whole life will rev up. Everything will rev up, and I don't know your your relationship will seem more attractive and and. Well, um, you may you may right. actually attract you may actually attract somebody else. This is true. I think that's where I I need to go. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one's not. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not it's resonating right. with you. Yeah, because it's matching mm-hmm. the vibration where you are after you got at withdrew from the healing work and yeah. are dimming the light bulb and that's who you attracted. So if you turn that light bulb back up, you attract someone that resonates to that frequency. Yeah. Does that help? Yes, actually. I wish you all the luck in the world. You really are quite something. So that, and Daphne, I just want to say this and I, I I want you to hear that you are a beautiful dear person. Those words have been going through me the whole time. And Thank you. You, you, you question that. Yeah. You are a beautiful, dear person. And so where does the love begin, Daphne? With myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it one more time, Shaman Rice, and when she goes to listen to the archive, it'll be like a mantra for her. Let's do that. <laughs> yes. Daphne, you are a beautiful, dear person. I should make a sound like out of that. <laughs> so thank you for letting yes. me connect with you, Daphne. It's been an honor. It really has. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. My pleasure. Best of luck to you, and I hope you call in in a future show and tell us how great your life is going, okay? I am very excited to do that. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if you want to jump start on getting back onto your path, if you want to continue listening to the show, because we do a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff comes okay. out, and we do a lot of teaching, okay? Sounds fantastic. Thank you both so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take care. All right, we're going to try to squeeze in one more, okay, Shaman Roy? Sounds good. Okay, area code 484, you are our last reading for the day. Hey, thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. I got on. Yeah, Woo. what's your name? What's your name? Oh, my God, I've been waiting for a while. I was like, whoa, I don't want to lose this. I was trying to my, get to you. My name is Tonetta. Um, this is the first time I found your show. Excellent. Wow. How did you find it? Um, Blog Talk Radio. I was searching for shows, and I your show just popped up, and I thought, well, let me give this a chance. Let me see what's going on. Okay. So I I've been listening for about an hour. Yeah, I know you have. I've been looking at you. Okay, I can hear myself in the background. Are you? Do you have two devices open at once, like a tablet or a computer in your phone? No, I'm just on my cell phone. I'm You're not on speaker. Yeah, I'm just on a regular cell phone. And you're not on speaker? Mm-mm, no. Okay, I don't know how to fix it then. But go ahead with your question, Tonetta. I'm, I'm happy you got through. Um, yes, my question is, can you please let me know what's going to go on here with me and a fellow named Danny? If he's going to uh, be moving in to my home to live here with me. No. No. And I, I'll say this, they, they started out with what? But as soon as you ask the question, no, he's not. Oh, Wow. And, and actually, actually, you don't want him to move in with you. If he does, wow. it's not going to be good, huh? A quick in and out. Wow. 
Yeah, because he, he recently left the state, go live with his stepbrother in Louisiana, but I didn't know if he was going to be returning to Pennsylvania because things don't no. work out down there. No. This is not okay. good. Real, cl- real clear. Boom. That's, that, that's the answer they're giving. Wow. But consider it that you dodged a bullet, Tonetta, not that this is a disappointment, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I totally understand. I don't think I like what he's doing with his brother in Louisiana or with a crowd of guys. might not be his brother, but there's a crowd of guys, and he's, he's not doing things that are on the up and up. Right, yeah, because he, he left the state of Pennsylvania in a huff and went down there, and, I mean, he just met his stepbrother recently, so mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I can't see it being a long-term thing down there. I'm looking at police lights and getting caught, whatever it is he's doing. Yeah. Wow. How about you, Shaman Ryan? Um, they're not showing me anything else other than I just get this feeling you don't want to have anything to do with this. Okay. Already? Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad it was definitive. And continue listening to the show. Follow the show. We do a lot I here. Will. I think you would love it. I definitely will. I'll continue. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. All Bye. right. Excellent show, Shaman Roy. Excellent callers. Thank you, everybody. All the roses. And it was nice to talk to Kathy again and, and meet everybody else, Melissa Tonetta and um, Terry. It was great. A um, lot of great information got to share that a lot of people can resonate to, of course. And I appreciate, as always, you extending your gifts to everyone and opening your heart and sharing your knowledge with everyone. Well, it was wonderful. It's it's actually very uplifting to speak to your guests. They're just fabulous, and mm-hmm. um, I I I love it. You know, I love connecting with them. Yes, and I've been. I wanted to thank everybody at the top of the show, and it slipped my mind. But I wanted to thank everybody for all the amazing feedback I've been getting about the show, about the guests, about the the information that comes through that helps people who haven't dialed in, but they get the information they need. I've been told several times that's happened, and that is the way it works, and that's a wonderful process. If you want to connect with Shaman Rye or even just learn more about him, go to shamanrye.com. Get a private consultation with him. His healing sessions are phenomenal and very impactful. He has healed a couple things for me now. You've done at least two healings on me. And go to spiritualinsightsradio.com to learn uh, more about the show and see all the different archives. We have a list of segments, Shaman Rai and I, and you can tune into past segments where we shared different information or maybe even the same information in a different way that you can connect to. Anything to add, Shaman Rai, before we go? No, it's it's been great. I, I look forward to each and every time we get together. And, um, you know, I, I also encourage people to sign up on my website for the newsletter. It comes out periodically, and, you know, I always wait until I've got an interesting topic to write an article about to put it out. So I would encourage them to do that. And, again, it's at shamanrai.com. That's S-H-A-M-A-N. RAI.com. And I know, Charlotte, you have that website address up on your uh, Spiritual Insights site, right? Yes, I have a complete section on you. There's a link to all of our segments. There's a bio for you. And that's at spiritualinsightsradio.com. And it should have a direct link right to your website. I made it pretty thorough, cross indexing and all that. Um, Cool. 
but also, and, and I just to let you know, I noticed a change on Facebook. I, Facebook is uh, aggressively pursuing, you know, page owners to try to get money out of them to advertise. I will not do that, but I will continue to post to my Facebook page new episodes if you want to follow the page, if that's convenient for you. I always post new episodes and A Course of Miracles, Thought for the Week, that kind of thing. But I'm not going to put excessive energy into that when Facebook is detracting. What they did was they took away likes from everybody's page from from accounts that are inactive. And hmm. they said it's to give you a more accurate idea of what your account is. I know my account's over 10,000. Luckily for me, it only went down 10, 10 likes, 10 people. And I know one of them uh-huh. was one of my students who passed away a year ago. And um, hello, Debbie, if you're listening. And um, so that's where I am with Facebook. But your Facebook is um, shaman.ry or shaman.ry.51? 52. 52. Okay. Right. Shaman.ry.52 is your page. Okay, everybody. Thank you all for your your trust in the answers that come through for you in, in response to your questions. We hope you tune in again next time. We will see you next month. Shaman Rye appears the third Tuesday of the month. His next appearance is scheduled for April 21st. So we'll look forward to having you tune in. All right, Shaman Rye, have a wonderful eclipse. All right, you too. Let's let's create something new on the other side. Yeah, let's do something awesome together. Co-create, co-create with all the listeners and the community, and then take notes. As the weeks go by, and we'll compare some notes next next time you come on. Sounds great. All right. Have a great, great time. All right. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.